Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Door for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 106. I'm super excited to be back on the Miggity 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 mic. I got some guests in the building. I got my videographer. I got E on the on the soundboard. You know what it is, man. It's good to be back. It's been a while, man, but tonight is special only because I never had an opportunity to meet an artist from our motherland, which is Africa. And I'm super excited to get into everything culturally that we are kind of like missing um, because we don't get an opportunity to see it and hear it actually be there. And he's going to break down this brother. Leon Remnant is going to break down everything when it pertains to Afrobeats, his project that came out this year. So I want to welcome to the podcast, episode 106. It's my brother from another Leon Remnant. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What up, bro? How you doing? What's up, man? man? How you doing? Nice to meet you. Nice to finally, finally man. meet you, man. And let's <laughs> before we start, man, let me give a big shout out to Queen. She is actually in the studio. Listen, let sister. me tell y'all. Queen that's, and, my and, sister. I, and I didn't even know that. So let me let me just try to keep this short and sweet. Yep. Queen is the epitome of what a real friend is. I've known this sister for some years. Real talk, real talk. Shout out to her husband, lucky brother. My brother Lito, what's Lito. up, man? Shout out to Lito. I wish them nothing but the best. Yes, sir. And you know, I've been knowing her for so long and we and I came to her events. She always supported the podcast since day one. When I tell y'all we are Gemini twins to the riff, Ooh. June 11th, June 8th, Ooh. listen, this is Gemini season again, live and in color, episode 106. But let's get to your career, brother, and let's start off from the beginning. Yes, sir. I want to go to the motherland first because I think that's where we got to go first. Yep, yep. So take me to the beginning of your existence and just how it all started for you and your love for music and the culture. And this breakdown, how Afrobeats became popularized in American culture and why you think that is. I know that's like a yep. double, triple kind of question, yep, yep. but I'm going to let you break it down, brother. All right. Um, thank you so much, first of all. Um, I want to say thank you for, you know, this podcast you're doing in Philly. It's one of the, uh, you know, best podcasts ever that I ever thank you, you man. Know, listened thank to. You. you know what I'm saying? Thank you, man. I just want to give <laughs> Shout you... Shout out to <laughs> Scooter, bro. This bro... Listen, man, let me tell you all about him. This boy is, is bad on the visuals, man. So mm-hmm. listen, if you if you got any yep. comrades or yourself, we gonna work. We gonna this, work. This we brother, work. he no gets time. it in, man. Yep. He no gets time. it in for sure. So uh, did your bug say first of all? Um, mm-hmm. You gotta go to Africa, man, to really understand what I'm about to talk about right now. Uh-huh. Because me telling you what is going on over there, uh-huh. it's just like you know you watching like series of. <laughs> movies or something like that okay but when you really travel over there you experience it in real life right you know what i'm saying so like the life in africa is like the opposite of life in america okay and this is what i tell people because over there you 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 enjoy like the nature the the real nature okay everything is organic the food and the people over there you know they show like real love mm, real love genuine love you know what i'm saying yeah so um talking about my music career um i'm from a christian family okay you know my my father um is a priest in a church mm. my father passed away um since 1995 
Sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you. And my father passed away in 2019. Rest Ooh. in peace to him. Yep, rest in peace to our fathers, man, you know. Mm-hmm. So my my father kind of, you know, lay on the foundation for us, like, um, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to love God and all that. Yeah. So, um... Musically, you know, I've been like in church all my life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like being in the choir, grew up in the choir. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I started as being like an instrumentalist. Okay. You know, um I, I can play the drums, mm. um, I can play like instrument like keyboard, piano, all that. Mm. Yeah, that was how I started, you know, and then So you started out basically with the instruments. With the instrument, yeah. Which is something that's missing. But I'll let you go here. We'll yeah, get to that. Yeah, we'll so, you know, that. I started, like, with mm-hmm. the instrumenter. Mm-hmm. And then um, I love music. Like, it's just, like, part of me, mm-hmm. you know, from when I was, like, a little child. Um, I could listen to songs and I could, like, score the song, like, oh, something right. is missing in that beat, something like that. Like, I, I pay attention when I listen to music. Yeah. You know, like, detail, like, from the productions, mixing, and everything. Okay. That's just who I am. And right. then... You know, mm-hmm. the more you listen to music and then it grows in you. And then I got to a point and then I used to like, you know, mime like um, rap musics. Yeah. You know, like them Nas, Jay-Z's way back. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm nah, saying? You talking my language, brother. You Nas and Jay-Z. Yeah. You talking my language, brother. I, you know, I used to go like to them, you know, birthday parties. And yeah, then yeah. I could like mime some of their songs and all that. And then I got to a point and then, you know, my friend was like, yo, you so fire whenever you do all this miming, you know what I'm saying? Why not start your own music? Yeah. It's like you got what it takes, bro. Like right. start writing, start doing your stuff and all that. You know, I was like, yeah, bet. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and then I started writing my own, you know, rhymes and music. And then mm-hmm. I was just doing it while I was in college in Africa. Oh, wow. Yeah, it wasn't more like gospel then. It was more like a secular music. Okay. You know, um... I'm talking about like 15 years ago in Africa. Mm. So um, I was in school, okay. performing in schools, campers, mm-hmm. had a song on radio, okay. and everything was going good. Then I had to, you know, move from my hometown, um, which is Ondo State. Okay. Oh, Ondo State um, to where I moved to is Lagos. Lagos is like the center. It's like you live in, in Nigeria. Yeah. Let's say you're in Philly right now. Mm-hmm. Then you move to New York. Okay. You know okay. What I'm saying? It's like, so it's like an hour and a half away. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's like, in a vicinity. It's like in vicinity, but yeah. you want to make things happen, you gotta move to Lagos. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Lagos yeah. is like New York. Okay. That's where everything and that's, listen, and that's where I want to go. That's <laughs> on my bucket list. Bro. Yeah, Lagos, man. Shout it's, out. Now let me ask you this: Is that where all? Because cause in the last few years, man, Africa has really took a big leap into our culture, man. Yep. I mean, we no got Burner Boy. No doubt. Wiz Kid, we yep. got Tim's. I mean, it, it's just amazing, and 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 the talent is amazing. I love Tim's, man. I really yeah. think she got such a bright future ahead of her, and I just can't wait to see what she's gonna do next. So that's what I wanted to ask you: When did when what what popularized Afro beats, and where did Afro beats come from? Because I was it was told that it was used to be called just Afro beat, yep. and then someone added an S to it. So yep. can you explain that part? Um, see, Afrobeat has been a sound that's been here for a long time. Um, it started from um, the legendary fella Nicola Bokuti. Okay. Uh, you know, um, that is the king of Afrobeat right there. Okay. Fella um, used to tour, you know, right. the Europe in the 80s. Wow. You know, just with his band. And then he played like, you know, um, his music and all that. And then, okay. you know, and we, use, we have people like Majek Fashek. Mm. You know, they, they bring that kind of, he's a reggae artist, and but he, he kind of invent the Afrobeat mixed with reggae together, you know, because right. you will hear him playing like drums, 
like the African drums in his reggae, right. and then bring all those sound into it. And then we have people like King Sunny Ade. Mm. King Sunny Ade is the king of juju music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This is more like Afrobeat. So Afrobeat is more like a wide genre of music. So, wow. so it's like... So we, do you consider Afrobeats, because it has so many layers, yes. do you consider that to be kind of like what we call hip-hop? Because hip-hop has a lot of subgenres and layers too, or you feel this is different? So Afrobeat is like, you just got to pick the part. The part that just crossed over to America now is more of the hip-hop part of the Afrobeat. Okay. So this is the part that have the... Um, hip hop and the um, let me say like the R and B version okay. of the Afrobeats. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's still mixed with like the Afrobeat sound, mm -hmm. but they kind of invert like the American pop culture into it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So we have like um, the people that started like Two Face Edibia. You know he he he's a legendary in Afrobeat. Um, he did song with, like with um, T Pain. Oh wow! Know, in the past, and then it's just that when mm -hmm. people like Two Face started this whole thing. The uh, whole internet and the whole thing doesn't pop like this. Mm. You know, the era just started to cross over for everybody to know from Wizkid, DeVito, Bonaboy. But we have people that already started it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, the So band. do you feel like they took the credit for it and didn't give the props to those particular artists? Like yes, of course. Because um, way back, um, we used to have The Bench. The Bench was first um, with good music with Kanye West. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, when he did a uh, song title, Oliver Twist. Okay. Uh, he had Kanye West on the remix. Oh wow! You know this was like um, should I say like eight years ago or ten years ago? Wow! You know, you know, but it's like they started all this, you know, on sound and all this crossover way back then. Way back you then, but saying? it didn't go to it the didn't next go level. to the next level. level. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But Wizkid, Davido, and Bonaboy and Thames kind of bring it, you know, yeah, to the level that everybody is now hearing it. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. and this is just the beginning because. We have a lot of amazing talents oh, in yeah. Africa that, that are really crossing over, that are doing what they have to do and all that. Including yourself. Yes, sir. Um, Let's talk about your project, though. Yep. That project that you dropped. Now, what was your mindset coming into this project? And what was you trying to deliver to your audience on this particular project? So for me, um, mm -hmm. music, I, I normally just do like drop singles. Okay. And then that's it. And then I just... So people were like, you don't take this serious as you should. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you got to grind it hard. And I'm like, bet. So I said, um, for me to really start, I said, I got to put a project together. Okay. So people can really see what I have okay. in stocks, like what I can do. Yeah. So um, I started working on the album. It's called mm. FOF, Fit Over Fear. Mm. It started during the pandemic. Okay. And then um, because I have a very busy schedule, mm -hmm. but during the pandemic, I have the time to really lock in in the studio. And just, you know, work, grind, make all these songs. So I started recording. Mm -hmm. I recorded like almost 30 songs. Really? Yes. I just keep going in nonstop. Oh, you was on your Tupac show. Yes, sir. And, oh, wow. and, and then. <laughs> he said I recorded 30 songs. Yeah, I just keep That's going. I just, I just keep going, you know. Yeah, and then when, you, I, when I'm done recording, then I, mm -hmm. you know, I put the songs together and then I just pick like, um. I put like 12 tracks together and I'm like, this is good to be a project. So this album is titled Fate Over Fear, which means um, mm -hmm. we in a world that is full of chaos, crazy world, pandemic, police brutality, gun violence and all that going yeah. on all over the world. So the, the whole purpose of me putting this album together is that no matter what we are going through, no matter how bad it, your situation may be, mm -hmm. you should always have faith. Faith. Faith over your fear. 
Ah, yeah. You see what I'm I saying? Agree, I agree. It's like you wake up in it every day and then you have so much going on. But if you have the faith, like, oh, whatever I'm going through, I'm going to overcome. Right. Then it's like being positive. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I kind of channel this I can, I can album. I channel this album to everyday hustles. I channel it to everyday, you know, things that people go through every day. Mm-hmm. What we've been through, what right. we try to achieve and all that. Right. So it's like have the faith and right. then you will achieve whatever you have your mind to right. do. Right. I want to ask you, man, because me being a media personality and me just observing things through time, mm. like a time machine, right. I've come across on plenty of occasions where Africa, Africans and African-Americans don't necessarily get along. And Africans from Africa might look at African-Americans as being not on a, the level that they are don't work as hard as they are. There is some type of division. Can you expand on that? Being as though you're from Africa and I'm from America, I always wanted to know what what does that look like for you so I can get some context on where does that come from. So like me, I've been here now for 15 years mm-hmm. uh, in, in the United States of America. When I first moved in here, you know, um, people kind of move on because it's like when we talk, we have like a very strong accent. Mm-hmm. And then... People always see us like we inferior to the black Americans. It's mm. like it's like there's this Nietzsche, like when they look at you, they feel like, oh, Africans are under us. It's like we blacks, we gotta love one another, regardless of where we come from, mm-hmm. African, black, whatever we are. If right. we see blacks, we all originated from Africa. That's if we correct. if if we trace our culture back. Right. But I've I've seen some people way back then and I'm like the way they kind of treat you when they first meet you is kind of different. But the more I, I, I live in America, mm-hmm. I understand that some people, not everybody are like that. No, but, I'm not like you know that. Saying, you know what I'm saying? Bugsy different. You know what I'm Go saying? So, so it's like this happened a lot because this is why you see that they don't get along. Because if you see black American and African mm-hmm. walking in the same places, mm-hmm. there's no love. You know, unless... The African has been here for a longer time to understand how to deal with the American. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because right. our culture is totally different. The way we approach things is different. Right. So sometimes if you don't understand us, you might think like something is wrong. Like, right. why do they have to do that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because our culture is more like a respectful culture. And then we mm-hmm. we kinda like um we we kinda like like love peace. We don't like like to cause violence. Right. So it's like People see us like we, we're too soft. Like, oh, right. it's too soft for me. Like, it's not hard enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Yeah, which is dumb. Which is dumb. But but that is, dumb. that's how we were raised. Like, right. our, our parents raised us with this concept of you just got to have this... Um, you got to be bold, but you still have to respect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even if I'm talking to somebody that is the same age as I am, mm-hmm. the way I'm going to talk to you is going to be like, you older than me. Right. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because we believe respect is reciprocal. Like when you respect people, they, mm. they show you back the same respect. Right. They're you know supposed to. We don't talk down on people. We don't we don't disrespect people. Right. And I think some black American that I know, when you talk to them like that, mm-hmm. they kind of think like you're weak, you you're not strong enough, and then they, they disrespect you. Right. You know, I've seen that from experiences. I've seen people, you know, when I when I first moved here, you know, talk to me some kind of way and all that. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's deep, man. It's, it's deep. deep. Yeah. It's really deep. Yep. What I want to know though, how do you feel that we can bridge the gap? 
there is, is there can it can it be where we all come together as one or because our culture is so different we can't mix the two i think i think things is getting better now okay yeah because it's like most of the black american at work people started researching about their culture mm-hmm. people started you know getting to know their roots and all that right so you know like uh, you know, I'm talking about 15 years ago when I first started, like the way yeah. people used to treat people. Right. But now we're in 2022. Right. People are different now. Right. It's like people understand, okay, Africans, black Americans, we are all the same now. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like Absolutely. people understand the concept and they know like, okay, so now the way they treat ourselves now is kind of different now because now it's like there's more love. Mm-hmm. There's more respect now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to see people like, they just hear me talking like, oh, you sound like African. I'd be like, yeah, my brother. And they just, you know, hug me, shake yeah, me. Right. You know, it doesn't used to be like that 15 years ago. Right. Is what I'm saying. So it's like. So it's, so it's evolved. It's, it's gotten evolved better. now. Yeah, it's getting better now. And I right. think all we just got to do is mm-hmm. we're all blacks. It doesn't matter if you're from Af- okay. Africa and American, whatever. When you see any black, we all want. We're all the same. We need to show love to one another. Mm-hmm. We need to talk to one another and respect one another. That's because okay. by, by the time we started talking, mm-hmm. we're going to find out that we have more to do for one another. That's, okay. That's what I'm saying. We, yeah, it's strength in numbers. I always tell people, man, we can get a lot more accomplished if we all come together as yeah. one than trying to have a division between the two. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, shout out to uh, my sister, Queen, and Lito. You know, yeah. That's, those are my American family right there. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, um, I've known them for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, but it started from just being friends. Mm-hmm. And then we build this relationship from friendship to family because we kind of understand, like, it doesn't matter that I'm from Nigeria, the Americans. We realize we are just one. That's right. You know what I'm saying? We're both blacks. And That's then right. We talk a lot. We, you know, go to our root and talk about things. Mm-hmm. And then we realize we have everything that is the same in common. Mm-hmm. We are, we're all the same. And I always tell people, you can't really know if it's a common denominator if you don't really have a real conversation with someone. Right. And I just feel like a lot of times people prejudge people based on appearance. True. But not really go into their mind and see where they're at, where their mind is at and where their heart is at. And I feel like the way I judge people is where this is at and where this is at. I can't judge you by what you got on, what True. you rocking, how True. much jewelry you got, what kind True. of car you drive, True. what your bank account look like. All that stuff ain't going with you when you go into the heavens. And, 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 and that brings me to why um, my music is kind of different because, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't do the music because of clout. Right. Or because I want to be popular or because I'm trying to make money off it. Like, nah, I, I'm doing it because I love it. Right. It's like a passion for me. Right. And then I chose the genre I'm doing, which is more like a conscious and gospel music. Mm-hmm. Because I think everybody can keep talking about gun violence, Man. talking about robbery, talking about how we're going to kill one another. I'm like, who's going to spread the love? Right. Who's going to spread like the positive message? That's right. Who's going to bring hope? That's for right. people that are broken. And we need a lot of that right now. That's what I'm saying. So you that's why I, mean? I kind of channel my energy. And I'm like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I listen to everybody. I listen to secular artists, Jay-Z, Nas, everybody. I listen to every song, rap music. If you dope, I listen to you. Okay. So I'm not judging no one. Right. Do what you like. But I'm like, we can't keep doing the same thing. We can't keep spreading these same negative ne- messages. If you look at it, the gun violence has really increased. You know what I'm saying? For sure, like especially in Philly. In Philly, you know what I'm saying? It's like we keep killing killing one another and all that. And, I, and I'm going to tell you this, DJ Boxy, it's like the music is very powerful. It is. It's very powerful. You know what I'm saying? Like people wake up every day and they just play some type of music and 
the music kind of, you know, inspire them to do something they don't want to do. Mm. Because music is like a, a sound, a message to our soul. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, if, 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 if you rock with an artist mm-hmm. and you play their music, you learn the lyrics, you, you, you get in tune with the music. Mm-hmm. The music lives in you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So this artist might be talking about an experience they've been through in the past. And most of our experiences related to one another. What I've been through five years ago might be what you're just going through right now. That's true. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But if, if I put all that in music and, I'm, and I handle it in a wrong way, right. you might use the same strategy that I used That's true. to handle yours. You know what I'm saying? So, so when we do music, I just believe like it's better for us to spread like more positive messages. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at it, like the youth, our children, they started, you know, channeling into that same energy now. Mm-hmm. You know, I was listening to one of these interviews the other day from Jay-Z. And then he was talking about why do rappers have to, you know, stack money and then put it on grams, on Instagram, Man. put it in their hair and all that. And it's like, that's, that's not <laughs> that's what, what you, they be doing, you see bro. what I'm saying? So that's if you look doing, at it, man. but if you look at it, it's like somebody started a trend. Mm-hmm. Somebody started a trend. It's yeah. like things keep changing every day. Every day. You see what I'm saying? But he's telling them like you should rather invest all this money rather than just flexing it on the ground. Right. So what I'm saying is that this new generation is like they're taking this old music and this old concept way too far. For, you know, the sure, messages sure. are too negative. Right. You know, they are too violent. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, we should start, you know talking about things that will inspire people to get out and, and, and make something better for themselves. For sure, for sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? I agree with you. So, so that is where I'm shouting my message, right. my, my music. Right. It's still hip-hop. You know, yeah. I, still, I still love hip-hop. I still do most of my song on hip-hop beats. Mm-hmm. But my message is inspiring. It's more conscious. Yeah, and, and we need more of that. I mean, I mean, if we look back in hip-hop, we look at Talib, Kweli, Common, yes. yep. Most Def. Yep. You know, we got Kendrick right now. We yep. got J. Cole. Yep. So it, it's, it's little sprinkles of it, but it's not enough because yep. the drill and the trap and all that is is taking over. You yep. know what I mean? And, and, and I, I, it's not really a balance. And, and it used to you, be a balance in the 90s, Yep. but it's not a balance. Today. And I will tell you this, man. Shout out to Ye. Uh, Ye has been like one of the biggest inspiration in hip hop mm-hmm. because he, 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 he does both ways. Yeah, has been like the real hip hop in the circular world. Yeah. And then he switched it to gospel and he's still able to do the same hip hop. The last album, um, Donda. Yeah. He got all the industry features on it, right? Right. No curse word, but right. you can still see it's classic. Yeah. It's one, still dope. One, one like six Grammys or something like that. It's something crazy. That's what I'm and saying. And then he did then he did the gospel album. I loved it. That's what I'm saying. I love the that's gospel album. Because that's what that's why Ye is such a phenomenon. And he's a Gemini, so let's yep. give a shout out to all the Geminis. Yep. Kendrick is a Gemini too. <laughs> yep. But Geminis, we just we just got it, bro. I think Gemini. Look at Prince. I mean, we I can just keep naming them. It's, it's just when it pertains to music, bro, Gemini's is something about us, bro. Gemini genius. That's what I call them, <laughs> genius. You know what you I'm know saying? What I mean? Because like, they, they can multitask and do yep. a lot of things. That's for sure. And, for and sure. I think Gemini are just blessed. For sure. I agree. You know. What I want to ask you, though, before we get into this freestyle. Okay. What is one song on your project that you feel like will hit the soul? No matter what. It's the one song that you made when you was in the studio and you was like, this is the one. 
Give me the title of it and what is the song about? To be honest, um, I think all my uh, songs in oh, my Oh, he like my, motherfucking nigga. Yeah. No, not just one. Every I'm last, telling you. It's, every it's, last song it's, hit the it's, show. It's real every, talk. It's real every. talk. Like, you it ain't you, no one. You it's every. You all need, 12 songs. You need to listen to my album. <laughs> no skip song. For no real. Skips. No skips at so all. So it's a classic. It's a classic. You okay. know what I'm saying? It's a classic. But um, And you made the beats? Nah, I don't Who? make my beat. Um, I have different producers Rusa. that work for me um, okay. from Africa. Oh really? Yeah, I have. I got like um, three different. So producers. what did they just sent the beat to yes. you, and you laid your vocals and sent it I back, sent and it back they mastered it? And so it's like the process. It's like I'm into the whole process. It's like I tell you my idea mm-hmm. of what I'm trying to create. Okay. You you make like an instrumental. You send it to me. Right. Then I tell you, oh, maybe you need to add drums, or you need to take something off. Right. We go from there. Right. So when I'm satisfied with the beat, right. Then I lay my vocal. Then I send it back to you. Right. Then you mix it, you send it back to me. Mm-hmm. Then if I think I need a feature on it, then I can send it to the feature artist. So okay. everything was basically done on the mobile. Um because everybody I work with are all in Africa. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then That's um, deep, man. Yes. So all global, we, global, global with You it. know, that was how Bonaboy <laughs> made his album that won the Grammy too. With Oh, he was sending Puff, Puff Daddy uh, was the you know director, their engineer the album. Okay, and he was sending it back and forth to Puff. Bonaboy was in Africa, Didi was here in New York and they were I mean in America and they were like all making it through Zoom calls, through FaceTime and all that. Wow. You that's dope. And that's how See, I made technology, my album. Sometimes technology can be a pain in the ass, yep. but then sometimes technology be doing some some marvelous shit. Real tough. For real sure, tough. for sure. But my album is dope, but um, there's this track that really speak to me every day when I play it. Um, it's called Peace of Mind. Peace of Mind. Yeah. And basically is the title. That's what it's about. Yeah, that's the title of the song. But is that what the that's basically what the whole song is about, having a peace of mind? I, yeah, it's all about peace of mind. It's like it's like I, I kinda, you know, mm-hmm. talk about like what I've been through. Mm-hmm. You know how 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 I've been through. You know the situation I've been through in life, and how God has been able to you know to give me peace of mind in the midst of all these storms I've been all through. All the chaos. Yeah, I like that. So man. it it was very like real. That. It was very real. Like very that, pure. Man. Very organic. Listen, man, you we know? all need a peace of mind. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> <laughs> brother, what's going on right now? We got monkeypox. Listen, there's too much going on. I can't handle it. I need a vacation, Queen. But Eric, <laughs> we got the beat, man. I, I can't wait to hear you freestyle. And look, let me tell y'all something about Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. See, we not only interview the artists, we actually allow them to perform, get in their bag. Hmm. So he about to get in his bag. Africa, I, listen, I can't wait to visit. I don't care how much the plane ticket costs. And when I do go to Africa, I'm staying a couple weeks. Because all that weekend, five days, and all that, and all, bro, I need at least 21 days in Africa. Yep. Let's be clear. Yep. You ready, bro? Let's do what we're doing. Let's do what we let do. Me, hey, let let's go. Hey. Oh, this is classic. This is Afrobeat. Mm. Shout out to Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Enjoy. Straight from the top. Uh, cook like it's full from the pot. Oh me, this is food for the tot. Uh, I'm coming in smoke and I'm hot. And I'm hot. Yo, hey yo, I got confession. Music, my profession. Doing it with a passion, with a great intention. Giving you good music, no carry direction. I'ma need your support like the day of election. Music is an art, I do it with all my heart. When I write my rhymes, I only speak by the fact. If I can't shake the world, I'ma play my part. Like the government money, I'ma pay my tax. Uh, all the way from Festac, we shot it down Texas. You can ask Alexa, I'm dropping the best track. The boy's on fire, like my name is Shadrack. 
by the pretty gospel, I pull up in the Maybach West side Africa, we shot it down America Nobody stress bad, you go shock breakfast Hear the gas, no break bad, flow river, no leg shot Flow so sinister, but preach like a minister Focus like a lot, we grab you in a catastrophe Check out my catalog, I got the David catapult But it be a movie, boy, I ain't talking about Spartacus All I'm doing winning, so zero no do I'm hitting go, they want me for like Jericho They don't understand me, though I'm all about prophecy, nothing and impress me Flew to Argentina, all I wanna see is messy Yeah, that see me walk on water, they think stays is Jeski I'm a freedom fighter, I ain't talking about Jeski I got faith like mustard and bolly Mike Tyson of the game, if this is a boxing If this is NBA, I should be playing for Boston Rappers should just stand on the single Whitney Austin End of discussion, your rap so disgusting But I'm not yet to fight cause I'm not Steve Austin Afro beat it deep, yeah, I ain't talking just a Bieber Made this real believer, feed them war like it's pizza <laughs> bro, you in your bag, yes, bro. <laughs> Man, listen, you already know what it is. It's your boy DJ Bugsy. Do for hip hop podcast. Keep it hip hop. You already know what it is, man. Shout out to my bro. I appreciate Thanks for you coming me, through, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate I appreciate it, man. bro. Good for sure. Man. Shout out to Queen. Shout out to our husband Lido. It's Do for Hip Hop Podcast, man. Keep it hip hop. Peace. What do you want to do? It's your 10 year old mascot in the building. But anyways, y'all. Stream on them platforms. You got Google Podcasts, you got Apple Podcasts, you got Spotify, but more importantly, YouTube. Check out the I Do It for Hip Hop Podcast. But when you do that, you gotta subscribe. And when you subscribe, there's gonna be a bar. One, two, one, two. It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Do It for Hip Hop Podcast, episode 106. I got a very special guest in the building. This is the indie artist spotlight. I got Mrs. Ruse in the building. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get started, because on your Instagram, just you how you present yourself, you always kind of highlight your like your how you work, how you came up, your different backgrounds. So I want to start with that first because I thought it was very interesting for someone to have that many different backgrounds and the fact that you can type in French and all that. So I want you to break that down first because that kind of like doing for a loop. Because usually artists don't be so big on that, but you are very big on your culture and what makes you you. So I want you to expound on that first. My mother, she's Egyptian. Okay. My father is French and Italian. Um, family is mixed with so many different things. But um, my mother speaks French. Okay. Um, I didn't know much about my father's side of my family, but I knew enough. Okay. To stay away from him. But um, yeah, I grew up with my mother. My oh, mother, you did. My whole life. Okay. So, black is my culture. Okay. My heritage is Egyptian. Wow. Wow. That's that is that shit is crazy. That is a crazy mix, bro. <laughs> like, like, like your mom and your pop is just was like, we about to make this baby real quick. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she said, yeah, it was quick. Oh my and god, that and that was that. <laughs> now, but listen, and this is what I want to get into, and this is the reason why. And I and I seen you kind of like was excited about the title of the podcast. Like, mm-hmm. listen, Irv Gotti, I love you, bro. You did a lot for the culture, but bro, when you mess with somebody 20 years ago and you go on a podcast pillow talking like you did on fucking Drink Champs and calling a woman a female dog and all that, like, no, bro, like, like, no, that's not what we doing. Listen, it's already bad enough that they look at us the way they look at us men. So the fact that Ja Rule kind of like allowed it, I kind of look at both of y'all as fucking clowns. That's number one. So the reason why I tired of the podcast 
pillow talking on a podcast, bruh. Stop pillow talking on a podcast because we really got to stop doing that. I mean, it's at a point where now they feel like podcasting is a snitch game. Like, you know, we already got Vlad TV fucking shit up. But then we got all these other podcasts on snitch vibes. Like, let me be clear. Do it for hip hop podcast ain't on that. What I always saw artists, you can always say next question, please, to avoid any bullshit. You agree? Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you because you're not a shanty, but you're a woman that I'm sure dealt with a nigga that couldn't stand a breakup, but then went around another female or a male and couldn't keep it sweet, but ran his mouth. Have you or no? Have, have have you but dealt with men that just like to talk a lot? Like Caddy Patty, you know, Chatty Patty just always got the lips loose, loose lips, sink ships type nigga that you like, damn, dude, you talk more than me and my girlfriends. No? Mm-mm. Oh, so you you just good at picking men, I guess. Mm-mm. <laughs> I so am that- now. I am now, but new. No, I wasn't before. For real? Um, yeah, I just think um, how I carry a relationship I think when the relationship is over if it does end badly they they're a little on pins and needles about what to say and how to say it when it comes to me because they know how I'm going to react to it and the respect thing is something I hold very high in a relationship I don't care if Mm -hmm. you fucked up I fucked up they fucked us up watch your mouth right male or female watch your mouth Okay. Because if I carry you, I carry you highly. I carry you on a pedestal, and you know that. You, you're you not going to talk crazy about me. Okay. You might talk crazy about me to a motherfucker that ain't going to go talking crazy about me, but you ain't going to stand in the midst to oh. shine no light on yourself, to bring attention to yourself when it comes to the topic of me. You're not going to do that. Damn, she killed that. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? She left me on it like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo. So I love it. And does that come from your mother? Where does that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your mom. I ain't pleasant. all the way there yet. My mom is like, oh, <laughs> you can't play with her. Oh my goodness. Like, Shout you out better to open mom. her door. Oh, she like, okay, that's how my ex was. Shout you better open her. that door or you, you ain't got- gonna never hear from her again. I don't give a fuck what it is. First date, you don't open that door. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, Mom, are you serious? Girl. She'd be like, You learn, you'll see. And I always see, I always learn. I'm like, mm. So, those same moral and values you take with you and carry it for you. Mm-hmm. So, a nigga got to hold the door. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't always like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. always like that. I have dated someone who I took care of. I done took care of niggas. I done carried niggas. I done fed niggas. I done broke down hot dogs with niggas. I done... <laughs> that sounds crazy. Child, the broke don't, down hot dogs. I'm shits. dead ass. Break them in half. I done did it. <laughs> and it sounds crazy. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but right. I'm not saying that I would have just met someone and we started dating and ended up together in a relationship and far down the line, I'm breaking bread with you. No. Right. This is someone that I I grew up with. You know? Okay, so yeah. I, I, I took that person very seriously. It was far beyond right. a relationship. It was, you, 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 you family, we not blood, but you my blood. And right. it wasn't the same for him as it was for me. So it's all right though, cause he looking stupid now, but he had a baby by a city girl. He mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to see me with my cake out. 
Yo, you shout out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo. All right. So let's go to Delaware. Is that where you're from? I am originally from Newtonville, New Jersey, a very small town, like one church, one post office, one park. Okay. But I was raised in Wilmington, Delaware. Grew so, up, grew up, grew up. Grew up born in Wilmington. Raised, grew up. So let's talk about Wilmington because Wilmington definitely has a hip hop scene. And it was an artist that was very successful that got killed that did songs with Petey Crack and a couple other Philly artists that kind of like passed away. I can't think of his name right now. You might know of him, but he was like really big. Like people in Philly know about him. He did a song with Petey Crack. I can't, I think his last name was Diamonds. Bobby it was, Diamonds? Yeah, him. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, when you look at Delaware, do you feel like y'all are starting to thrive do you feel like what's missing when you look at the hip hop scene in Delaware? That's basically what the question is. Um, I don't think that there's any kind of a progression when it comes to hip hop in Wilmington because people don't learn or want to learn how to be family oriented. Everything is about they'll work. We'll work with one another right. or they'll work with one another. And it's more so like if i this is just an example. If I feel this person's better than me, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna hate on you like out loud. But right. inside, I'm talking shit about you. Mm-hmm. I'm burning bridges. I'm doing all different kinds of shit because I'm just low key hating on you. Right. It's so much hate there. It's so much hate. It don't make no sense. Um, when I first started to get on Instagram, mm-hmm. I started with my little freestyles in the car and things like that. But I always, always promoted other artists, especially female artists. I always posted them, tagged them, like every little thing. And it wasn't because I was looking for clout or I was looking for a motherfucker to fuck with me. I never gave a fuck about none of that. Bitches ain't fuck with me to the moment I stepped in Delaware. They still don't. I still don't care because they can't beat me and they never have. But I always... Yo, listen, I always it. promoted and always showed yeah. love to other female artists. And... um. Mm. It was like, after they really felt like they was doing something, mm-hmm. now you my enemy. Bitch, how you my enemy? And I'm the motherfucker who, who motherfucker inspired you, stupid ass. But these bitches don't understand. <laughs> I'm telling you, they don't understand. Because cause Delaware is yo. so small, they feel like... Yo, she's sick. She's an I'm inspired dead serious. stupid ass. I did. <laughs> I inspired these bitches. These bitches wasn't doing shit. I'm right. Nothing. Nothing. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Now, now, bitches is bitches is stealing. Stealing? Bitches is stealing. Bitches is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bitches want to fight. I just. Yeah. I don't know what it is, and they mad at me because I call myself the three hundred two rap god. I'm always gonna be that. I'm always gonna be that. It, it ain't a bitch in Delaware that can out rap me, outstand me, outperform me, out record me, out write me. Nothing. Ooh, I love it. Love Nothing. It. I love it. I just love how you just so like gully with it. Like, like the gulliness is it's the gulliness for me. <laughs> like she's so gully with it. Like, damn. Well, what I want to ask you, do y'all feel like y'all gotta cross 95 and come into Philly and collaborate with Philly artists or do things that way in order to take steps? Or do you feel like fuck Philly? I'ma just do me. Um there are a lot of uh, great people who have made it out of Delaware. Okay. Um, Patience, for instance, I am King P. Um, Bun by the way. Right. There are so many Rel Jerv. There are so many great. Oh, shout out to Rel. He was on the podcast. Shout out to Rel Jerv. He yes. was on the podcast. 
there are some great Episode people. Episode 45, but go ahead. Great people who have accomplished some or all of their goals. Right. And they do try to reach out and help and come back and build. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what their progression is like with that, but all I know is you got to have a certain type of mind, a certain type of stamina, ambition to be able to stay focused and not let the the crabs. I'm telling you because right. people, they're focused. They're not focused. They're not focused. All they focused on is who's the best in Delaware, who's the hottest in Wilmington, who's the hottest in De it's nothing in Delaware. It's nothing there for you to make it up there. You got to go out. You got to go to Philly. You got to go to Jersey. You got to go to New York. You got to go to Atlanta. You got to go to, you got to go. Right. And half of them ain't been up the, been off the East Coast to, to, to fucking find out anything. Right. Everybody just want to be the hottest. In Delaware. Rapping the same shit, saying the same shit. Same cadence. Right. Speaking of going out, you was just in Brooklyn rapping for, you know, one of the Brooklyn legends, young legend. Bobby Smurda. So I wanted to know how did that come about and what did he think of you as an artist? Um, that was just I had a radio interview. Mm -hmm. Went to New York. Shout out to DCF. Shout out to, you know, them out there, my bros out there. Yeah. And um He just happened to be Yeah, the, just happened the, to be out there chilling, wasn't doing no extra shit, wasn't right. doing no extra shit. And um we all stand there talking to him in the mind. I'm like, where is you going? Come Come here. Right. Not, I'm not letting nobody go nowhere until I rap. I don't give a fuck if I'm. I was fucked up. I tell you, fucked up. I was so fucked up. You was a lady, lady. I'm gonna rap for you. Capital ally with the T T Y. Come here. Right. But yeah, he's a very down to earth. Mm -hmm. And right, he started doing his little dance. Yeah, he always he always doing the dance. It was nice. It was nice. Um, great energy, great spirit. Right. Don't overlook nobody or nothing. Right. It's a cool guy. That's dope. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Now, what I want to ask you, because I, when I looked at your music and I see that you did a lot of singles, so what is next for you as far as, do you have a full project that you're trying to drop? Mm -hmm. Do you have a name for it? Mm -hmm. And do you have a release date? Can't give you the release date yet. Okay. But um, the Polygamy Project is my EP. Okay. The Polygamy Project. Yeah. And what's that about? Um, oh my goodness. Um, that is me. Mm. That is me and my well, sexual identity. Um, because right. when I come across like different posts on social media and guys mm -hmm. are talking about polygamy, mm -hmm. it's never in depth about what it's about or what it consists of. Polygamy is your own. It is no rules, no regulations to that. It's how you feel and what you want in a relationship and how you go about you know, getting that out of two, three, however people you want to be in a relationship with. Okay. Me personally, polygamy for me is me. I, I'm bisexual. Okay. So I've all, I do want to have you know my partner and have another wife. Okay. You know, so that's just something that I I took into my creativity and mm -hmm. I made it a visual. Okay. I like that. So um. So what is the visuals going to look like? Because if if Eric, if you telling me that, I'm thinking of the third thing I'm thinking of is what that video gonna look like, mm -hmm. and who you gonna get to film it. <laughs> who gonna, you know, like what what that look like? Are you are you forecasting that? Are you in your head about that already, or is that something you still trying to put um, in the I, works? I have so many projects that I already have written that I already yeah. have my like everything I want to do is in my head. So I have to be able to sit down with the right people so they okay. can get that image across. 
Um, when mm-hmm. it comes to like my music and everything, I take it real seriously. If it doesn't come out exactly how I see it, then mm-hmm. it ain't gonna work. Because okay. I know the message I want to get across. Right. Um, so with the polygamy project, I'll just give you a little insight. It starts off on two women already in a relationship. Okay. And this is real life shit for me. Two women that are already in a relationship mm. that actually meet a man. Okay. Um, and it doesn't always go the way people think. People think that when a man has two or more women that he's automatically going to be loyal to them or, you know, I got huh. I got two bitches, I'm good, I don't need... No, niggas will cheat. It don't matter if he got one, two, three, four, niggas will cheat. So mm. I want to get that message across that don't think because you are bisexual and you're with a man, you want to make this man happy because you're insecure and you don't want him to cheat, so you bring another woman into the picture. Don't think that he won't. He will. Because mm, it's you're never going to be able to give a man everything that he wants. I don't give a fuck if it's 10 bitches in a room. It's going to be something that all y'all bitches is missing, and he going to find somewhere else. You really? Can't, yes. So you, all men cheat? That's not what I'm saying. No. I'm just saying not. you can't give a man everything that he wants. You can't. That man Can has to be satisfied. Can you give a woman everything she wants? If a woman a knows what another woman wants. A woman knows how to satisfy another if she's No, if she's I'm talking about can a man give a woman all he want, all she needs? She don't got to go looking I for another that, woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really? So you feel like a man can satisfy but the but the but the woman can't satisfy the man. I'm just speaking I'm just speaking in general. It depends okay. on the person. Okay. If that man is that that's who he is mm-hmm. and he's just not satisfied. Right. It's always another woman that can do that and that can give that. But it's about how you guys communicate and get that across to find a resolution for it. So what do you think is most important in a relationship? When uh, commitment, honesty, and loyalty. That's it. What about communication? Because you just said communication. Oh, yes. Commun- I thought I said that first. I said commitment. Yes. Well, that's loyalty. But yes, communication, loyalty, and honesty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can respect that. Cause y'all can be broke, y'all can be broke as a joke in a relationship. But if y'all communicating, y'all mm-hmm. loyal and y'all honest, y'all can, y'all can get the bag. But motherfuckers right. just be lazy. That's mainly how relationships be ending because motherfuckers be lazy. Either the nigga lazy, or the bitch is lazy. Bitches don't like to talk about that because every bitch get into a bag. But bitches be lazy. Mm. I like I like when women talk about women's flaws because I feel like it's always women talking about. Men's flaws. You never really see a woman come at a woman like, look, sis, if you was doing X, Y, and Z, then you could have saved your marriage or you could have saved your relationship. It's always the opposite. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> you don't know what happened before I got here, but I got a motherfucking migraine out the ass. But So you need, mm. you want some wine? Yep. All right, I got you. Let me give you some wine because you know. <laughs> I do got a headache. I got a headache out there. But damn, I know, listen, the wine ain't going to help your headache, but it's still some wine. <laughs> now, let me ask you this, though, because I want to get into this Megan, Megan the Stallion. Now, she just, she paid Future 250K for that new song, Pressureless, whatever, the, her new single. Okay. She paid him for that, and everybody felt like she got robbed. And I was telling him behind the scenes, I feel like certain artists do something for certain artists. Meaning no matter how much the bag is, I'm going to give you a mid-verse just because you who you are. But if that was Drake or if that was someone else, like a Wheezy or someone else, the verse would have been better. Do you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Do you? Let me ask you this. If you was in a situation like that, just keeping it local Delaware and it was a badass chick that can rap mm-hmm. and she gave you 10K. Mm-hmm. 
but you don't fuck with her like that, but you gonna take that bag. Would you still give her a verse? Bet try to top her verse or give her a verse? You I'm gonna body anything. I don't give a fuck who's on it. I don't give a fuck if it's your song, my song. I'm gonna body it. I'm a body you. <laughs> you going in with the body mentality? Yeah, because if you pay, if you paying me for a verse, it's because you feel as though that I can increase whatever it is you got going on. You not, I'm not gonna pay no no dusty ass motherfucker that can't rap. You giving me weak ass bars? Why the fuck would I give you bread? Like, right. don't get on my song talking stupid. Right. You do better than me, or or meet me, meet me. You know, right. meet me halfway. Right, right. I like that. You getting money? Like, <laughs> a bitch pay me ten k. I'm gonna go on the stool. Like this bitch just gave me ten k. I'm about to go here and murk this shit for her. She she ain't playing. Well, Why listen. Play? Before you go, I want to ask you though. Mm -hmm. Can you spit some acapella? Because I don't really got beat for you this time. Can you? No. Look at your face. <laughs> no, because you talking about the rap guy shit and the bar shit, and I'm just like, all right, well, I need to hear it before you go. And you said I don't leave without rapping, so my fucking head is pounding. All right, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to put you on the spot, but I'm just like, Listen, I ran down on a bitch before I got here, so I'm... oh shit. Well, that's gonna be another podcast. How you be running down on bitches? She was getting on your nerves. <laughs> what she yo bro make sure when you edit that that is the that right there is the hot that that face I need that bro yo that he laughing off the, that's the face that's you we putting that that's when we edit the shit that's gonna be, <laughs> that's gonna be the shit right there seriously your face was everything that's a meme that bitch got ran down yeah all right but the sixteen quick. Oh shit! At the job, that's the worst. Getting ran on at the fucking job, you might well quit. Cause if I get beat up at my job, I ain't going back to that shit. But go ahead. I'm not. I don't care. I must stay paying. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's embarrassing. Every fucking day you gotta is come it? to work. Is it? You took a L. What you mean? You took a L, and you gotta see your coworkers every day, and they gonna clown you every day. But not unless you get is, that shit the back. Crazy thing is. What the, the, the crazy thing is, like, why would you, why would you, Right. you already know how a motherfucker is because they didn't already did it once. But when you fuck around and you make a motherfucker do it twice, it's just like, oh, bitch, you just retarded. Like, oh, no, I ain't see the twice. See, that's a whole nother, I can't, yeah, see, uh-uh, that's two L's twice. That's just, you just need to go under a bag and pack it up. But Disrespect no, in Delaware is on a whole nother motherfucker. But the 16, level. though, can you give me a quick 16? If you don't mind, if you mind, then I ain't going to pressure you. I get it. I respect you. You ain't fucking with it. She ain't <laughs> fucking with it, y'all. <laughs> she ain't fucking with it. All right, well, listen. Tell I'll come back. I'll come back. The next time, when you draw the project, right? Mm -hmm. I'll run it for like 10 minutes straight. All right. Well, tell the people how they can follow you, when the project coming out. I can't wait to hear this project because like, that shit is a wild. That's a good concept, though. Nobody is, like, no one's thinking shit like that. They're not. But get it, tell them how they follow you, how they, you know, how they can check you out the whole time. Um, Ahanye Roos, the 302 rap god, the French Italian Egyptian gal. I am on every platform, A H O I Y N E R O O Z, or you can call me Yayo. 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 <laughs> well, listen, I appreciate you coming through. This is your boy DJ Bugsy, Dwarf for Hip Hop Podcast. Follow us on all streaming platforms and keep it hip hop. Peace.